Welcome to today's episode of Between Means and Beans. My name is Nina, and I'm joined by my best friend, partner, and baby daddy, Dayon. And together, we're a couple of 20-something-year-olds just trying to navigate this whole first-time parenting thing. So we're laying it all out there and talking about all the things you wish your parents told you about love, sex, and happiness. Okay, the funniest thing just happened. We were watching Altered Carbon the other day and literally both of our exes were in the same scene. Like not just that they're both in Altered Carbon, just the fact that they're in the same scene talking to each other. They were in the same scene, the same room. <laughs> they're yeah. talking to each other. It was so crazy. That was hilarious. I was like, oh, that's my ex. And then, and then I was like, oh, but that's your ex too. And you're like, oh, it is. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, it's just funny that's because hilarious. like that show has so many Vancouver actors. It does. So throughout the entire thing, we were just like, oh, like we know this person. We know this person. And like the locations as well. It was fun to like spot out all the different yeah. locations. We're like, oh, that's. That's like the convention center, but it looks like some futuristic, like dystopian place. Yeah, super funny. But yeah. anyways, welcome to today's episode. We're going to be talking all about cheating. After giving it some thought, we decided to do two episodes. This one is going to be us talking about being the person that cheats and kind of the actual act of doing it. And then next week, we're going to be talking about what happens when you get cheated on and how to heal from something like that. And we've both been cheated on before and had to overcome that yeah and i am the only one here that has experience well, with actually cheating well technically i mean my story is very short so i guess i'll just start with mine because yours is a lot more extensive actually wait you do have experience cheating you cheated on me no i didn't <laughs> don't you remember when we were long distance <laughs> when we were playing scrabble <laughs> she cheated the deceit guys it was we were playing scrabble online and this girl behind my back was Putting in the tiles that she had in like a, what was it, like a seven tiles, like it gives it you different website. words. Yeah, oh you, you type in all the tiles that you have and then it tells you all the possible words. And so Dan's like, how, like, how are you coming up with these words? And I'm like, I don't know. I'm just putting it in. And then it just miraculously. The deceit. <laughs> she lied to me. That was but so But I eventually told you. You did? Well, no, did you? I think so. No, yeah. you used, because you... you used the seven letter word that was like, there was no chance in hell that you knew what it meant. Yeah, but then you asked and I admitted it. I could have said no. I could have just yeah, continued to so. lie to you. Well, anyway, so Nina cheated on me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but that's not what I'm talking about. So my story is pretty short. It was when I was in high school, I was exclusive with this guy. We were hooking up for maybe like a month or two, hooking up as in everything essentially besides sex. And we decided that we were going to be exclusive. And after two weeks, I made out with somebody else. And the person that I made out with was somebody that I had a crush on for a really long time. So in that moment, I really just wasn't thinking. Like, I found myself in a situation where it was just me and this other guy, and I have, like, a huge crush on this guy. Like, I can't believe, like, this is happening. I think that kind of took over, and I wasn't thinking about the fact that I was in an exclusive relationship with this other person. Like, it's kind of hard because it's, like, we weren't actually dating. Like, I don't know, like, we would see each other every now and then, but we never went on dates or anything like that. So even when we decided to be exclusive, the reason why I felt really stupid is because I was the one that really pushed for it. And I was like, yeah, like, I really want this. I really want this because he was going to like parties and like making out with other girls. And I was like, I don't want that. I want to be exclusive. So I pushed really hard for it. And then two weeks later, I ended up making out with someone else. And I, I felt really guilty. I felt a lot of guilt, but in the end, like we decided he was kind of flirting with my other friend. And I was like, I don't think that this is really right for either of us. So I, I hadn't told him at this point, but we decided to part ways and we were still friends. Like everything was great, but I still felt a lot of guilt. And I think that I told a lot of my friends that I had done this. And I think a big part of that was because I kind of wanted to get caught. Like I needed to get it off my chest. I, I knew that if I told enough people, then eventually like, I would have to make a decision about telling him and that did happen. It was like, I think probably another week after we had ended that it got around enough. And then one of my friends was like, you know, you really have to tell him. And I was like, okay, 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 I'll do it. So I went to school and I ended up telling him that I made out with somebody else while we were supposed to be exclusive. And he was like, oh, like, I mean, yeah, no hard feelings. Like, it's fine. Like he took it really well. Like, I don't, I genuinely don't think he was super upset with me. Like, I think it was just kind of a shock to him, but like he took it really well and he was like, yeah, like we're fine, we're cool. And we still continued to like be friends and like friendly whenever we went out. And actually that day he asked my other friend to go to formal, like to go to winter formal with him. Mm -hmm. So like he was already moved on. 
So that's why, like, when I do talk to people about it after it happened, some people feel like, yes, you cheated on him because you were exclusive. You weren't supposed to do that, which totally fair. When you're exclusive, you're not supposed to be making out with other people. But then some people that I've talked to are like, well, you weren't really in a relationship. Like, you guys weren't, like, it wasn't serious like that. So it wasn't cheating. So everyone that I've talked to has different opinions about it. Mm -hmm. I don't think it's kind of like the worst situation that could have happened because it definitely isn't. And like, when I got cheated, like, actually cheated on, it was way worse. And it was somebody that claim to love me and all these things that's my experience yeah but with your experience like that wasn't you guys weren't like necessarily very intimate with each other so no we were literally just like hooking up at parties and we had been hooking up at parties which for a where, month or yeah. two which you know? is where i feel like that's probably why it didn't hurt as much because like yeah. there wasn't much invested in it but like i think yeah because like even if he had done the same to me even if we were like okay like let's be exclusive and then i found out that he made out with someone later like it really wouldn't have rocked my world or anything i would have just been like oh okay well, like we're not together anymore now so it's it's cool mm-hmm. but i mean everyone handles it differently and we definitely did get questions when i asked on my instagram for <laughs> any questions that you guys had about cheating i definitely got some about being in a situationship or being exclusive like is that cheating and i feel like that's kind of up to you to decide the thing that did really help me and the reason why i do kind of consider cheating is because I felt so guilty after I did it. When I did cheat, I made out with this other guy for like maybe a minute. And then I was like, wait, whoa, like I can't be doing this. I'm actually exclusive with this other guy that we're all friends with. And he was like, oh my God, like I didn't know that. Like, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, it's not your fault. Like that's on me. And so I felt really guilty, really, really guilty. And that's why I was kind of like saying that I think I self-sabotage myself by telling so many people. And I just never want to be like in that position again. Like I hated how it felt. And even though, yeah, it was somebody where we weren't even that serious. I was like, I can't imagine how much it would hurt me and how much it would hurt the other person if we were serious. And so I really learned from that experience. Like I got a little taste of cheating and I was like, no, (laughs) don't want it. Not for me. Yeah, guilt is a big part of it for sure. If you start feeling guilty, I think you're doing the wrong thing yeah i mean yeah subconscious knows that it's like not the right thing to do yeah for sure that's the thing once a cheater always a cheater like that's kind of how we started thinking about this podcast and i 100 percent don't agree with the sentiment i don't think you do either yeah definitely (laughs) (laughs) i mean i feel like i hear people say it and even when they do and they're so adamant about like people never change like i don't i don't know like i just it rose me the wrong way because you 100% can change. Mm-hmm. And I think that if you have the right intentions and that if you actually put in the work to heal and process and like acknowledge the things that you've done, then you you can. And I think it's very, very limiting to, to put anybody in a box and say like you are your actions or you are your choices that you made and you can never grow past that because like then what's yeah. the point? Yeah, because everyone can definitely grow. It just takes time and like understanding as to like why you're doing these certain things. So. Yeah. So now we're going to talk about you. Yes. And I know everything. So for the purpose of this podcast, I feel like the best way to share Dayon's story is for me to ask him questions and kind of direct him because it's like a big mumbo jumbo. And when Dayon just starts talking, it's a big <laughs> ramble. So it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. I mean, it's a lot of emotions. It's also not easy for you to talk about. Like, I feel like Definitely. every single time we do talk about it or when, I don't know, anything comes up about this time in your life it definitely takes a toll on you so yeah it does it is quite tough for me to talk about it because there is a lot of guilt and regret and things that i wish i could change or do different but you can't change the past so and even after years it's been it's been many many years like yeah like a lot of five or six years more than that i think it's been quite some time so when i asked you guys on instagram one of the major ones that came up is why people do it so what were the reasons that drove you to do it like was it like any type of like trouble in your relationship was it just you being young like I, I don't know I think it's a mix of all of that stuff I was I feel like I was quite young and I think also just being very selfish and I think those are the things that I felt like I needed for myself in my first very relationship with my first girlfriend which I was faithful to she actually ended up cheating on me so I think a lot of my subconscious was allowing that to dictate my decisions and also the company that I kept. So like my friends and music like they would as well. All cheat, yeah. Like yeah, so like all of all of that kind of normalized cheating for me. And I think because being cheated on, I think in my mind it was like, oh well, like someone that I never thought would cheat on me cheated on me. And like how much time has passed between when she cheated on you and then you first cheated on somebody? It was about it was about a year's time, I think, until I got into like my next more serious relationship. And that was because I did genuinely care about this person. I did feel love, but 
a part of me was still still had those kind of like cravings of like oh like if I feel like I want to sleep with somebody else I should be able to do that and I think that's just like a normal thing and it never really hit me in a way that like oh this is hurting that other person you know what so I mean? did it just start with like physical cheating then or like was it more emotional like you were talking to people and you were like building relationships kind of with other people and then it was a bit of both for sure i mean there was a lot of the like just meet a random girl i think she's cute and then like we hook up and then there's also like me getting to know like certain people maybe even going on like small little dates and stuff so yeah there was definitely a lot of both and it's just like horrible like just like reliving all those like decisions and i wish i can take most of them back or like be more upfront and honest about what i was doing but it was emotional and physical for sure let's also just take a moment to talk about the differences between emotional and physical cheating yeah physical cheating i think we all know you're either making out with somebody i mean i would consider making out with somebody some people wouldn't some people just consider like sex to be cheating which also is like what do you consider sex but i mean yeah so we're all i feel like pretty clear on what physical cheating is for me i feel like emotional cheating honestly i think would be worse i think it would hurt harder for me because like physical is more of those like it just happened it was in the moment and I was thinking about my needs and not I wasn't thinking about you but I feel like for emotional like that's like time it it develops it's getting to know somebody on a level that I mean should kind of just exist between me and you and you know that it's wrong and you continue to do it and allow that relationship to grow you know and so like I think that when it comes to me and you like I know that you're a flirty person and I know that it's something that you have done in the past. So like, it scares me a little bit more if I like see that you're messaging somebody for like a little bit longer than like is normal. That you're like, you know, like, you know, like somebody slides into your DMs and it's not just like, oh yeah, like, hey, like, thanks. It's like a conversation. And it's like, Mm -hmm. hmm, like, what are you trying to, like, unless they're like trying to actually just be your friend or unless it's somebody that we both know, like, I'm like, what is, what is this other person's motive? And like you just being like a flirty, friendly person, like, would you allow it to go too far? And like, do you know where, like, do we agree on where the boundaries are? Don't you feel like you know me better now, though? What do you mean? Like, wouldn't you know that, like, it just wouldn't go that far? I mean, we can talk about this more next week, too, because this is about, like, trust issues and rebuilding trust. But, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, we went through a really rough patch in July, August of last year. And a lot of that was because I was like, I don't really know if, Like, you realize that you doing all these little things, like, all these things that you consider to be little, have a big impact on me. Mm -hmm. I think that was a conversation that we needed to have. And, like, we definitely got stronger because of it because we needed to know, like, what each other's limits were. And, like, I don't think you realized that for me, like, you just, like, smiling at other, like, cute girls on the street, like, things like that. Like, it might be little to you, but to me it's not and like Mm -hmm. you didn't know that's where my line was and even though to me I'm like that should be obvious you shouldn't do that like it's a conversation that needs to be had because you can't read my mind and like everybody's line is so different like you were saying that one of your exes would get mad whenever you watch porn and like to me I think that's hilarious because I'm like that's not anywhere close to like that's just not cheating to be fair like you need to have that conversation so you understand like to each person like what do you consider cheating yeah to each person the, the line is different If you started a Tinder account and if you were messaging people on there, even if you weren't meeting up with them, if you had no intention and like, I think it would still hurt me because it's something that you're doing behind my back. And even if I knew if it was like in front of me, it would still hurt. Mm -hmm. It would still hurt. If I had expressed to you like, this hurts, it sucks. I don't like feeling this way. Please don't do this. And you continue to do it. Then I think like that's like that's a really big issue because I think you should be able to communicate with your partner like the first time like I get it like you know you're everyone's learning you're trying to learn it where all of your boundaries are and so if you make a mistake the first time like we can work past that we can have a conversation about it, it it's forgivable but I think if it continues to happen and you know that you're hurting me and you're deliberately doing it that's when I start to take issue and it's like are you not understanding what we're saying or like are you just you don't care. Yeah, I think the pain with cheating is just, like, the deceit behind it and, like, the, the the dishonesty. So, for instance, like, when you were telling me that it upset you that, like, if I'm smiling at other people in the street and things like that. But I was very honest with you about what I was doing and that's, like, what opened up that conversation for us to have. So, when you do express that that does upset you, then that's where we have to start, like, communicating the boundaries and, like, understanding them so that they're not crossed. But, yeah, anytime, like, there is deceit involved, it it, it is cheating regardless of what it is. Yeah. 
So, like, if you just have a Tinder account and be like, baby, I swear I don't talk to anybody on it. But it's like, if it upsets your partner to for them to even have it up, like, you should respect that. And, and you should also be able to communicate that. I think mm-hmm. a lot of times we're fearful of saying what it is that we really need and what we want. But, like, if you don't, like, there's no way that your partner can know, you know? So, like, if there is something that does bother you, like, you should feel safe enough in your relationship to express it and know that your partner isn't going to berate you for it or like you know you might see things differently but it still doesn't mean that you shouldn't be able to express how it is that you feel yeah so going back to your experiences cheating on your partner did you feel guilty or think about them in the moment or was it kind of out of sight out of mind it was definitely out of sight out of mind was it sometimes the thrill of it maybe uh definitely like the thrill of, of getting caught just the thrill of like of like doing something that I felt like I wasn't supposed to you know what I mean a lot of it was at the end of the day just like my selfish needs and like that I just being young and like wanting to experience as much as possible and I think like that curiosity of like oh my god like what is this girl like what is this girl about and and just like acting on those desires without really thinking of the consequences in my head I knew like oh I wasn't gonna get caught and that's not I mean that's not did you ever get caught no, there, there was there was like some situations where it almost seemed like I might have, but then there was always a way for me to like explain it. Did you ever feel bad when you were explaining it? You know in your heart that you're lying to them. Yeah, it felt horrible. Yeah. It felt horrible. And then those are things that like I wish I can take back. Like even now, like I wish there's a way for me to like fully apologize. But apologizing now would just bring extra unneeded pain to that person. So do either of them know that you did cheat on them? The first person that I cheated on, she did know because she found on my phone that I was about to go on a date with a girl. Woke me up in the morning really upset and she's like, oh, you have a you have a date today, by the way. And I was like, ooh. <laughs> when she gave me the phone back that like when I opened my Facebook Messenger, it was like scrolled all the way up. So like I knew like she read everything. She was like really upset. There was a moment where we did meet back up to like kind of talk about it. And she did forgive me. And we were able to talk about it. She was she was older than me. So the first sign that kind of allowed me to cheat was because, not going to say that it's her fault because 100% is my fault and it's my decision. But when I did leave for Miami, when we had like our little long distance thing, she's like, I understand that you're young and I understand that like you may want more things in your life. And, and she kind of gave me this like, to my recollection, I felt like it was kind of like, a green, green light, light yeah. because because the way she also said was and if you do like i'd much rather not find out like she's like i'd much rather not know because she's like it would just hurt me if i knew so i think that's like so interesting yeah so i think well maybe i might have even read it wrong but that's kind of like how i took it was that okay so like as long as she doesn't find out as long out, as you're like, like the perfect was, boyfriend and like yeah it was kind of yeah. like ignorance is bliss and and she kind of expressed that she was happy with what we had and she just didn't want to find out if i was cheating on her and obviously getting a text message in the morning when she's awake and i'm not and she just happens to see it piqued her curiosity to kind of look into the phone and when she did find out everything it definitely hurt her but i think because of like that prior conversation she did find a way to like forgive me and and we managed to, like, be friends and, like, hook up every now and then. But it definitely did hurt because, like, our connection to each other was more, like, boyfriend and girlfriend type connection. So then I think at that point, her actually knowing it did hurt her way too much to continue, like, seeing me. So from that situation, moving into my next girlfriend, yeah, I was just continuing that same type of mentality was there ever a time where you told yourself like okay i'm not gonna do this anymore and then you just found yourself doing it again or was it you just allowed yourself to no when i so that's the thing when i did tell myself that i wasn't gonna cheat i didn't like i'm not gonna do that to anyone anymore because and what motivated that okay so the guilt caught up to you yeah it was the guilt (laughs) so actually the girl that was the one that texted me that i was supposed to go on a date with that continued to be my that next ended girlfriend. Up being your that girlfriend, ended up being yeah. my next girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. So we had times in our relationship where it was also long distance because she was going to college in another city. So it was long distance as well. But the thing is, I didn't, and I feel so bad. But the thing is, I didn't just cheat on her when we were long distance. It, it was. It would even be moments where like I'm upset with her, or like we're just upset with each other, and then we would like part ways for like just like a day or whatever, and then I would hit up somebody for the night and. I mean, I was young and I was a dog. I just like... Was it still at this point emotional and physical cheating as well? Or was it more just physical in the second relationship? It's kind of interesting. So like the emotional cheating is tied in with physical as well. Like they are very aware of my situation and it's very Mm. open. But what I'm saying is like 
I guess I could I can connect it to emotional because conversation was very transparent. And it was like... So the people that you were cheating on your partner with always knew that you were in a relationship. Always, yeah. Interesting. Always knew. So then was it the same person? So it wasn't just random people all the time? It was kind of like... It was... Five reoccurring characters or something? Yeah, like a few reoccurring characters, yeah. Yeah. Some every once in a while, like a new person. Yeah, every single time it was like more reoccurring. That's why I I feel like there is like a little bit of that emotional connection because it's like that there's that underlying trust of like don't tell anybody about this and stuff like that. So did you ever consider that like you would leave your girlfriend for these people or was it always just we both know what this is and this is good the way it is and I like my relationship the way that it is? Yeah, the latter for sure. Yeah, I I, I knew the people that I was that I was hooking up with, I would never leave my current girlfriend for. But like I knew that like the person I was with that I was dating, like I really cared for and loved so much. Um, But and not to say that like anything was missing with that. It was more about just like myself. It was like more about what I needed for my it wasn't about her at all. It was more about what I needed for myself. And, like, me knowing that... It's weird. I guess, like, a part of me wanted to, like, feel commitment, but also, like, not be committed. In, yeah. a, in a very strange way. It's, like, very selfish, too. It was just, like, something yeah. that I needed for myself. It's your world. I could have my... It was, uh, what have was your it? cake and eat it, too. Have my cake and eat it, too. Yeah. Make my bed and lay in it. <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> that's, that's very different. That's, that's a, a different thing. Yeah, that's a different thing. Yeah, it was, it was definitely coming from, like, just selfish needs. I would say for anyone that is being cheated on, it's never about you. Because for, for, like, the people that I've cheated on, it was never about them. It wasn't about, like, are they good enough or are they, like, what I'm looking for. Like, what for? can they do better? What can they... No, it's nothing about that. Like, honestly, like... Like, I don't think anybody at that point in your life could have stopped you from cheating. 100%. Yeah, all, honestly, all of those all of those girls, like, amazing people. I love them so much and care for them so much, but it wasn't about... Like, it could, it could be anybody, you know what I mean? But it just... It was just me. It was the position that I was in in life and what I needed for myself. It did hurt other people, and the thing is, like, in retrospect, I feel so horrible for it, and I wish that I can, like, take it back in. What made you uh, eventually feel guilty? Like, where did that shift happen? I went to Miami just for, like, a little vacation, and I was I was sleeping with other girls while I was there. And the guilt never really hit me. Like, I never felt bad about it. But the time that I did was because I was coming home and then I wanted to surprise her. And, like, I wanted to, like, bring her flowers and, like, surprise her because, like, I was supposed to come home for her birthday. And then I told her, like, as a little, like, just to mess with her, I was like, oh, like, my flight, like, something happened with it. So it's actually delayed. I won't make it to your birthday. And she was like, oh, like, that sucks. But... I just miss you. I, like, can't wait for you to come home. And then I was like, I'll come to you as soon as I can. Like, I just don't know when the next flight is. And the thing is, like, I'm telling her this knowing damn well that I will make it for her birthday. And I wanted to surprise her. Cute little surprise. Cute little surprise, yeah. And then um, there's, like, a lot of little details, too. But the thing is, like, with the home in Miami, I didn't have Wi-Fi. So if she sent me text messages, it, like, wouldn't come through until I would get Wi-Fi. So I told her, like, oh, I'm going to sleep. But realistically, I was on a plane back to Vancouver. And so I got home that night. And I just texted her like I was in Miami, basically saying like, oh, yeah, I'm just going to go to sleep. Uh, I'll talk to you later. She like sent me messages after. And then she was like, oh, what the hell? All these messages are going through. So she was like really concerned. And then so the next day I met up with her and then she was like, oh, my God, like, I can't believe you like surprised me and stuff. She's like, I was so worried. I was like texting my friends. I'm like, is he cheating on me? Because like I was sending him messages and all of them were going through. He told me he was going to sleep. And then all my friends were like, no, like, he would never do that to you. And, like, that just hit me so hard. I was like, damn. That's when, like, the guilt really came through because yeah. she was, like, had so much trust. She's like, you would never do that. So I can't believe I thought that you were cheating on me because, like, this whole time you were just planning this surprise for me. Like, I was like, man, this feels so bad. I'm like, this is so horrible. And, like, there was no way. Like, I was too coward to, like, tell her that, like, yeah, so I wasn't. Birthday. Yeah, like, I wasn't yeah. at that moment. But, like, I was cheating on you. And I was like... Felt like maybe I should, but at that time, I, the easiest thing for me to do was just, like, understand that, like, we wouldn't work out. Because I mean, that's also the first time ever in, like, how long that you've been cheating on people yeah, that, that the guilt, guilt finally hit you. Yeah. yeah. And the thing is, like, in our relationship, to like, not to justify, but in our relationship, there was a lot of, like, arguments. And I think we also knew that, like, we weren't for each other. So I kind of went off of that route, like, the scapegoat, where I was just, like... Yeah, like, we're not really that great for each other, and I think we should just, like, see other people, and it was really, like, it was really hard for both of us. Like, I just knew how much dishonesty was there and how much I felt like I should tell her, but I just, like, didn't have it in me. And that's why, and I was like, I knew I'd make she need something better for her because 
right now, this moment in time, it's not me. And I like needed a moment for myself to like really like reevaluate who I am and why I've been doing this and and things like that. So I I stayed single for a good two years after that, where I was able to like <laughs> get all of that out of my system and like not actually have like someone that I'm committed to. So like with each person that I've met after that relationship, I was very honest about what I was doing and that I'm not ready to commit. And I I did that for a good two years until I met my next girlfriend and that and that's when I was faithful and I never cheated again. Yeah. And then it was me. And then it was you. And then it's me. And then it's you. <laughs> but that one where that one relationship before you where like I was like a hundred percent unfaithful. Yeah. She thought I was cheating all the time. That I'd is always rough, yeah. go snooping through my phone and I would let her, but I'm just like, I wouldn't cheat on you. Like, Let's talk about snooping. So like when you found out that that first girlfriend that you were cheating on when she had read your messages like were you upset at all or like did you kind of feel like well you know what i was lying to you so your snooping is justified so, so sometimes there's snooping with reason right <laughs> and then there's other times where it's like like why are you doing that that's really just like putting a putting a damper on our relationship yeah. you know what i mean but so for the first one right like that i cheated on she she never ditched like she never went through my phone there was never any of those like kind of trust issues the only time that she did go through my phone was when on my home screen was a text message. Yeah. I feel like it's kind of the same thing as when I was in high school and my parents read my diary mm. and I was so livid. But in my diary, I had written about all the times that I lied to them and like, was, and like was actually like, I went and did this today, but I wasn't supposed to be doing that. Or like I was drinking and like smoking and like all these just things that I would write about just being a teenager and I was like writing about it in my diary so like I was livid that they would go through my diary and everyone has different reactions to this because when I tell people they're like it's so bad like I can't believe your parents did that but at the same time I'm like but I did lie to them so many times and they saw that so mm. it's kind of like I can't really be that upset with them because like the trust isn't there you know like and I think it's kind of telling them a bigger issue so I feel like with people that like if you are feeling like you need to snoop through your partner's phone that's already a sign to you that there's no trust it also could be a sign like to look within yourself as well like is the trust issues like is it is it with reason is it like you know what i mean like but it, i feel like that's really hard to differentiate when you're in that moment that's true but for instance like with my girlfriend before you like i think a lot of it was based on her own trauma and not and not because of anything that i'm personally putting her through yeah i would say it's very similar to like how cops get a search warrant like if there's reason for you to believe that it helps the case or anything like that then it would make sense to like go through it you know what i mean yeah but then what if your reason to believe is you also just making up in your mind that like this person's definitely cheating on me <laughs> what is the justify i guess because like but, in like, that situation saying, yeah yeah like the text had already shown up on your phone so it's like okay he's definitely up to something let mm -hmm. me go and read it like yeah that makes sense I mean, a lot of times I just feel like these conversations should be had with your partner and like snooping is kind of a sign of like, okay, there isn't a whole lot of trust. I mean, in our relationship, we don't have any like passwords that we don't know. Like, you know, the passcodes to my phone. Your are, like, faces on Yeah, on like my, yeah. <laughs> our faces are in each other's phones. So there's like literally nothing to hide. And I know that's kind of extreme for some people. But, like, if they're still really trying to not have you go through their phone, like, there's something on there. <laughs> Probably, right? Yeah. But in the same time, too, like, even if someone is not hiding anything, like... If you're really adamant about finding something that will upset you, you probably will find something. But that also, will upset sometimes you. like that does push people away too. Yeah. Because I feel like I've definitely been in a relationship where he thought that I was cheating on him when I definitely wasn't at all. And if anything, he was doing more sketchy things to like make me mm. think that he was probably gonna cheat on me. But the more that he was pushing, like, are you cheating on me? Like, are you gonna cheat on me? All these things, like, the more it drove me away not that it drove me to want to put cheat on him but it just drove me away because i was like you don't trust me and no matter what i do like i'm literally doing nothing wrong and you still think that something's wrong yeah. so like what what can i even do at this point like at that point it's somebody else's trust issues that like you can't really mm -hmm. deal with because it's like there's nothing i could have done yeah, to I make went, it better i went through that as well like when i wanted to be faithful and yeah, just constantly wanted to go through my stuff and, like, have, like, you know, no trust in me. And, yeah, that, that at the end of the day, that does push you away because as much as you fight and, like, try to have this person understand that you are faithful and there's nothing for you to hide, like, it, it, there's still, still find something to, like, be upset about yeah. or... Like, even if there's it's nothing, it's still... Yeah, it same, is self-sabotage, time, yeah. So. It's a self-fulfilling prophecy where mm, you think that yeah. this person's going to leave you and... 
And then when they do, because you're being like irrational, then, then it's they like, go see, then they're like, I yeah, see, it. yeah. And it's like, okay, well, I wouldn't have been here if you didn't push me so far away. Exactly. But I mean, this is a very specific case scenario. So. Yeah. <laughs> oh, to give you, to give you also just like kind of a. Uh, an understanding of like my circle of friends at that time as well when i did explain to them how like i got caught cheated on because like my text message came up my friends immediately were like dude you're so stupid that's why you got to change the options in your phone <laughs> that it just says text message and i was like <laughs> you know what i mean that should give you already yeah. like a circle of like where my friends weren't like yeah well maybe you shouldn't be cheating on your girl it was more like it was more like you're so stupid, no dude yeah. you should hide it better you know what i mean so yeah. i was like yeah that kind of that kind of explained like where most of my influences came from as well it was just like the circle of friends i kept i guess now we can kind of move into some questions because it, it is related to your story but just a couple of questions that people have asked through instagram the first one being how do you cope with always feeling guilty even though it's been years Jeez, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> no, how do you cope with it? I don't know if you necessarily cope because every single time that you do think about it, it kind of sends you into a spiral. Sometimes the memories just come back without Yeah. Without any control. I think it's something that you just have to live with. You've taken enough time to reflect on why it happened and like how guilty it did make you feel that you've grown as a person, but mm -hmm. I, I don't think that that guilt really has gone away and i think the hardest thing is just because like as you're feeling this guilt and this growth as well like you want to tell that other person yeah but then like you're not in the position to do that yeah we're just like we're not obviously like with all that ending like we're not on talking terms so i'm not able to like fully explain myself or say anything and I'm, i don't even know if i would to be honest just because like again like what i said before it would just cause a lot of unneeded additional pain to her that she doesn't she maybe just doesn't need to hear yeah. at this time in her life at this point it's been so many years that it's like ignorance is bliss i feel like even more than like i think if it was in the moment if it was me i would want to know because mm -hmm. it's so fresh and that's your relationship obviously and you know like whether or not you want to work through it or whatever like i would want to know all the details but yeah. now that it's been so many years like i feel like if if my ex had come to me and told me like hey, by the way, like, I cheated on you our entire relationship, just so you know. Like, I feel like that has more to do with you feeling better, but it does nothing about, to make her feel better. Yeah, it's more about, like, relieving my own guilt. And, yeah. and actually, it would, and just, be, it would feels, just be putting pain through her again. So it's, yeah. it's more of a selfish thing. When I first initially felt, like, so much of the guilt, what I did do as well was, like, form a message to her that I never actually sent. Because she blocked me on everything. But, yeah. like, so I was going to actually write her an email. And, like, I wrote it all out in the email, like, a giant apology. And I was going through so many emotions while writing. And I think it was, like, a good coping mechanism for me to, like, go through all of it and, like, really feel that pain. But rereading the messages, I was like, yeah, maybe I shouldn't send that to her. So I never did send it. But I think it did help to write it out. The guilt does come back. And it's just something you need to, like, learn from. It's not overwhelming, I feel, anymore. But, like, let's say if it, it is overwhelming. easier with time. Yeah, let's say if it is overwhelming for you. It does get easier in time, but I think it does also get easier when you, like, write those, like, fake messages to just kind of, like, write out all your emotions and, like, see it there. Maybe reread it one time. That did really help, like, especially when I was, like, going through it, really going through the guilt. Yeah, and I think also, like, realizing, like, what I said in the beginning, that your choices and the things that you've done in your past don't equal who you are as a person, and it doesn't have to be who you'll always be, you know? Like, mm -hmm. I think that in the moment when you are facing the decisions that you've made, like, it's incredibly painful to, to face the kind of person that you are, especially if you don't like the person that's looking back at you in the mirror. But, like, you can grow and change from that. And if you put in the work to acknowledge your mistakes and to grow from it, then, like, it does not have to define you. It goes back to that, like, once a cheater, always a cheater. Like, it doesn't have to be who you are. But I think that you do have to acknowledge and put in the work to rectify the things that you've done, however that looks. So whether that is like coming clean about it or just like writing all your emotions out about it, because I feel like in this specific situation, it would only cause her more harm. And yeah, maybe it is selfish to also not tell her. Maybe she does deserve to know everything, but it's a choice that you have to make. And do you but yeah, also just like understanding like why, why you do, why you did the things you did and and just understanding like how how much you might have changed or how much you want to change as well. 
So did you find that when you ended the relationship with a girl that you did cheat on and then you dated somebody else and you were like, hey, I'm not going to cheat on this girl? Like, did you find that there were temptations? So the thing is because, like, I did have that, like, two years of being single and just, like, going through as many of the experiences that I felt like I could have, there always are, like, temptations. And I think I just came to more of an understanding that, A, I don't want to feel that guilt again. I don't want to put someone through that pain. I know that, like, I don't want to lie to somebody. So I I just kind of would just stop and think about, like, is it worth it? You know what I mean? Like, where it's like, I would know, like, if I did this, just understand that, like, is it worth the guilt that comes with it? Is it worth the person potentially finding out in this relationship being over? But, like, at the end of the day, like, you have that temptation. And when you go, if you do actually follow through with it, like, what does it give you at the end? Like, you just slept with somebody. Willpower is about willpower. It came to a point where it was more fulfilling for me to like not give into temptation. <laughs> like you felt like you were a stronger person? Yeah, I felt a lot stronger as opposed to like, I think when I was younger, it was more like, can I sleep with this person? And then like, it was more of that curiosity of like, I want to sleep with this other person equaling out to me actually cheating on another person at that time for me it was more about just like getting as many girls as i can really like as shitty as it sounds but i think as i grew older and in that relationship where i knew i wasn't gonna cheat it was more fulfilling for me to like have that willpower to like not give into temptation do you think that cheating is ever justifiable i would say no i feel like you should be honest about what you're doing yeah i don't yeah i think i think that i would say no you can slide in my DMs with a bunch of uh, situations, I guess. Yeah, like an example like, of yeah, what you really... may think. But... Yeah, I think as an umbrella, if you are unhappy for whatever reason in your relationship and you feel tempted to cheat or you do cheat, it is a lot easier to have a conversation with your partner and say, like, these are the reasons why I'm unhappy. If they cheated on you because you cheat back, is that justified? Like a hall pass? Yeah. Mm, I I don't I don't think that I would. What if you need to cheat back to uh, forgive the other person? Yeah, so this is another question. This so that is, would be just. This is like yeah, this is like a lot of people ask. How do you feel about taking back somebody that has cheated on you? I don't know. I think it's so hard. I don't think it makes you a stronger, weaker person. I think every situation is so different and like every relationship is so different you know so like you can never say oh yeah if he cheats on you and you can work through it like everyone's capability of changing is different yeah beyonce forgave jay-z like there's there's a lot of reasons why you would forgive somebody yeah and if you put in the work to do it like i don't see why not but it's really up to you it's it's about what level of trust you're comfortable with because If you take somebody back, but every single day you still sit there with anxiety and anguish and you you can't trust them when they leave the house, you don't know like who they're messaging all the time, like that is going to drive you insane. I think that also with cheating, you do have to really look at the relationship as a whole because I'm not ever saying that anybody deserves it or that you're asking for it. But usually cheating is a sign that there's something else wrong in your relationship. Mm -hmm. That like communication isn't happening, that somebody's needs aren't being fulfilled. And it doesn't mean that that's what you should do. But I think that it usually is a symptom of something else going on. But it could just just be like like I said, for instance, for my situation, it wasn't about like my needs not being fulfilled by the other person. It wasn't something that I think we could have really worked on in the relationship. It was just about... The timing in my life. Yeah. So I guess there are just so many reasons why people do it. But, I mean, who knows? Because, like, maybe, like, if all that happened and I did feel that guilt and let's say I was able to come fully clean and the person was able to be like, I understand what you did and I forgive you for it. And if they wanted a second chance at it, maybe I wouldn't cheat. But we can't really tell because that's the past. But it is possible it's just like how much is that person who is the cheater is willing to change because it's not up to like the person being cheated on it is the person that is cheating it is their own demons it is their own like mentality and and that is something either that they're willing to change and fix at that given time or not but it's also what you're willing to accept in the situation in which i was cheated on i was like no fuck this like i deserve way better than this like we'll talk about that more next week that's but gonna be the next podcast yeah i mean every it affects everyone so so differently yeah so i think that it's up to you to determine like where your boundaries are and i think what might also help is before that situation happens have that conversation with yourself and decide like am i the type of person that would take somebody back if x y and z you know like and so then that way when you're in that situation and like all the emotions are hitting you that you still at least kind of know where your benchmarks are or like what you're willing to put up with because i think when the emotions do hit you 
and it's a reality, it's hard to think as clearly as possible. So if you know who you are as a person and what you're willing and not willing to compromise on, then that might help when you do find yourself in that situation to know like, okay, like this is the standard that I'm holding myself to, whatever that looks like. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's a right or wrong at all because people cheat for so many different reasons, whether it's because there's a problem in the relationship or there isn't. Okay, is being attracted to or having feelings for someone else in a relationship cheating? And can you work through it or does that mean that it's over? (laughs) (laughs) This one is specific for you, B. (laughs) I personally feel not. You can't really help when you're attracted to somebody. And I think like that's just something that you need to like deal with because I have an amazing partner here that I love for so many different reasons. And like, I would never cheat on you. But, like, I can't help but, like, notice those things. Yeah, I think it also helps when you do admit and acknowledge that in your lifetime, there will never be a shortage of people that you find attractive and that you think are, like, beautiful minds and souls. And you will always meet really crazy, cool, incredible people. But does that mean that you need to have sex with all of them? No. Does that mean that you need to be in a relationship with all of them? No. But I think just acknowledging somebody's beauty. Appreciate from a distance. Appreciate from a distance. But also I think when you realize that you don't need to have a relationship or to have sex with every person that you find attractive. Mm -hmm. And I think when I was younger, like I definitely felt that way. Like I would be attracted to somebody and I'm like, this is so rare that it happens. So it must mean something, but like, no, it doesn't. And like, you don't need to force that situation. You don't need to jump into a situation just because you're attracted to somebody. Yeah. And I think like before when I was cheating, like it was, it was that like, oh, if I'm attracted to somebody and they're attracted to me, like we should be able to sleep with each other. But then I realized like that's hurting the person I'm currently with. I think with attraction, unless you're acting on it, like that's a whole different thing. But just somebody being attracted to somebody else, like that shouldn't cause you pain because that's inevitable, you know? And like you can sit here and act like you don't get attracted to other people once you're in a relationship. But like, that's not true. Like I can find people attractive. Like it doesn't do anything in me. Like I personally never feel like, oh, like, I want to go have sex with these people that I find attractive. I'm just like, yo, you are a good-looking man. And, like, Mm -hmm. I'll usually tell Dayan, and we'll just sit there and acknowledge this really attractive man. But, like... And I'm not too proud to say that the man's attractive, too. Yeah. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, but don't get me wrong. We did have some situations where I didn't fully know how to act, and or I didn't realize that some of my remarks were getting out of hand or yeah. some of the things I was doing. I mean, doing. this was like earlier in our relationship too. This is when we had our little This is our tip. Kerfuffle. Yeah. Dana just took it to a, a different level that I wasn't expecting and he doesn't realize that he gets enamored with people and well, we can talk about all this next week because it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. Oops. <laughs> and it ties into kind of how we met too and I think that's why like that's where some yeah. of my triggers come from. Next question. If you're a flirtatious person and you tell your partner that everyone's fully aware, then does it make it more excusable? I personally am a flirtatious person, but like and you, you and like you out, know that, like you know that, and, I know, and that. I know that. But like you pointed out before, like I do have control over my own actions. Like it's not like something that is like it's just a habit at the end of the day, and it's something that you can break. I don't know. I have a different outlook on it sometimes, but I feel like there's no harm in it. Sometimes I mean, I used to be a very flirtatious person, but mm-hmm. like. I know when to turn it on and I know when to turn it off. And I think for me, I am very strongly of the belief that you have autonomy over your actions. I don't really think that it's ever excusable to use something like being flirtatious, which is a characteristic or also sometimes a choice Mm -hmm. to explain away or to justify you hurting somebody else. Like, I don't think that it's fair to say that you don't have autonomy over your actions because everybody does. And it's a choice. I think that at the end of the day, like, if you know that about yourself, then you should be even more aware of the kind of impact that you have on people. And like, I just, I don't fuck with that mindset at all. Like, Mm -hmm. I think that you need to be able to own up to your actions and realize that you have autonomy over your life, like good and bad. You can make the choices to like control your flirtiness. (laughs) But, like, how sad is that if you, like, can't control your actions and your words? Like, that's you can. just... You can. It's an excuse. Yeah, you it's can. an excuse. It's 100% an excuse. Yeah. And I think that's why, like, I probably don't tolerate it just because my ex is like that. And I was just like, yeah, no. <laughs> no, you can shut that shit down. <laughs> and that's what I'm going to say. Like, another thing about, like, motivations for cheating as well, which I think I forgot to mention, was ego. So, like, a lot of it is just, like, building your own ego. And I think, like, every time you, like sleep with somebody new you get like that new confidence and like that ego boost 
So this is the last question, but when and do you at all think that you should tell your next partners that you've cheated in the past? I think you should tell them like immediately. Like right out the gate, like yeah, first date? Yeah, like either run or stay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, when you told me, I, it was really early on in our relationship and... I think if anything, for me, him being able to admit that and me having been in a relationship where I was cheated on, I was just so happy to have honesty, like, in our relationship. And I could tell by us talking, like, it wasn't just, oh, by the way, like, I've cheated in the past. Like, it was very extensive and we did talk about your guilt and we talked about how you felt like you never wanted to do it again. And, like, to be fair, those are just words, you know, like, especially at the beginning of a relationship. But I felt like for me, because you were able to own up to it, I didn't ask it of you. Like, I didn't drag it out of you either. It was information that you were willing to give to me. I was like, okay, it seems like I can trust you more. I think it's scary for somebody that has been cheated on to get into a relationship with somebody that admits that they've cheated in the past and not just once, but like multiple times. But I really took it as this person is grown enough to learn from their mistakes and tell me because they want to do better. And like they want to be held accountable. So that's kind of how I took it. Well, that was our last question. And next week we'll, we'll be talking. I know we hinted about it a lot. But we'll be talking all about what happens when you are the one that gets cheated on. How do you deal with fear of being cheated on, moving into future relationships? And how do you heal from all of that? Mm-hmm. Because we've both been cheated on. And we all, we all handle it differently. But we'll kind of explain to you how we handled our situations. Yeah. Because we handled it quite differently, too. 100%. Yeah, very, very differently. Very differently, yeah. You went on, like, I a went cheating on a rampage. rampage yeah. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, nope, fuck you, boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so. You went, you, went on a, you went on a YouTube rampage. Yeah, I went on a fucking build my career rampage. <laughs> I went on a how many other lives can I fuck up <laughs> rampage. Oh, it's so bad. We no, laugh about it, but, I mean... You guys should really know, like, I mean, there's so much that I've dealt with even just since we've been together and, like, working through your guilt with you. And I know that it's not my burden to bear, but I love and I care about you. And I just, I know how much it hurts. And, like, you're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) And if you are the type of person that feels like cheating is something that you might want to do, like, I would just reconsider because the amount of guilt that you do feel when it does catch up to you, and I'm sure it will at some point because you can only bear you for so long, it's hard. And it's something that you have to live with forever because when it hits, it really, really hits. Mm-hmm. It does. Hard. Hits hard. I don't recommend cheating at all because the guilt that I have to live with is sometimes very overwhelming and it sucks. A lot of times it sucks when you have to like relive those memories and you wish you wish that you can see it in a better light sometimes but it does kind of ruin everything so i would say like i learned a lot from the situations and it made me who i am today so i am grateful for like going through the certain things that i had to but i would say like cheating and hurting someone is not worth it especially if like you're aware of like what you're doing and and if there's a way for you to change people that that you really loved yeah, it was people I really cared for, and I wish I wasn't, like, selfish. To some extent, I felt like I was living two different lives in the same time, so I felt like I was living two different experiences, but I should have not, like, done that. You know what I mean? Like, I was able to, like, experience the side of me that was single, but then also experience the side of me that was in a relationship, and almost felt like I was living those two separate lives in the exact same time. Looking back at the whole situation, like, it just wasn't worth it. Like, definitely should have spaced those out, and definitely should have, like fully committed if I was if that was what I wanted to do I also felt like before I got into relationships I always felt like I'm this dude that's known as like oh you can get any girl or you can get like all these girls so like you feel like you have this certain reputation of like I get all these girls and I should like continue doing that but then a party you really wants love and like (laughs) and like a relationship so you do that but then you end up hurting that person you love because of like your own ego you just end up living with all that like regret and all that guilt that you hurt someone that you really cared for it's better to do right to people and like not hurt them because you grow up and you're more you know you're more proud of like the decisions you made as opposed to feeling like remorse for it you know what i mean yeah do you think that a part of it was because you wanted as much love as possible from as many people as possible could be you were just trying to hoard love and admiration it could be it could be just like yeah like uh like i needed that boost in my own confidence like whereas like i can have a really pretty girlfriend 
whom I love and care for, but then also like be able to bag any chick that I want, you know, be able to sleep with with any other girl that I find attractive. Yeah, maybe it was just like fulfilling my own my own ego and also just feeling love as much love as possible. Once a cheetah, always a cheetah. No, <laughs> definitely not. People can change. You just gotta put in the work. Hallelujah. <laughs> you tell them. Like that's the thing. You just have to be really good at reading people mm -hmm. because like if they have cheated and they're still showing you behaviors in which they're probably gonna do it again, you should be able to see them. You know, like don't just blindly believe that people can change. Like you have to observe the circumstances. If you get deceived, it's not your fault. If you get 100%. cheated on, it's not your fault. So just remember I, it that. Honestly, it honestly breaks my heart so much when I hear like a girl crying over a guy that cheated on her and says like, what did I do wrong? Like, am I not pretty enough? Am I not yeah. this enough? All I can really say to all of you girls that are even guys that are that have been cheated on or oh, because they're definitely girls that cheat on guys yeah 100 percent. for anyone that's being cheated on like all i want to tell you or like all i can really say is it is not you like it is 100 percent not about you like it is about that person like they're projecting other traumas that they may have or it's just really about like their own selfish needs at that time but it is never ego. about you Big yeah ego. or it's ego yeah. like someone needs their ego fed right like there's things like that but like, all I can really say is it's not about you, 100%. It's not because you're not good enough, you're not pretty enough, yeah. you're not sexy enough. I don't think enough, that you should have, that. like, this person is already causing you pain. And, like, I don't think that you need to inflict more pain on yourself by blaming yourself for somebody's actions. So, thank you guys for listening. Make sure you stay tuned for the next episode. We're dropping every Tuesday in the morning. 5 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. That's the one. <laughs> so, you can follow us on Instagram at yourgirlneens. Day on day off. And at Neens and Deans. And we will be pulling for questions for all of our episodes. But next week, we already have them because you guys asked us a bunch of questions about cheating. So we're going to talk in depth more about how we dealt with being cheated on. Mm -hmm. the tables have turned. The tables have turned. <laughs> okay, bye. Bye.